All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Friday, February 17th of 2023 here. It is officially upon us, the NBA All-Star break. No NBA today through, I believe, Wednesday, regular season NBA DFS is back on next Thursday. So it should be kind of a quiet time here on the show. If you guys have questions, you know, please get them in the chat. Uh, give us something to talk about with NBA not around. But just looking ahead, got a five-game NHL slate today. Got MMA tomorrow. Got XFL and NASCAR on Sunday. So still plenty to talk about, you know, uh, getting into more of the niche sports uh areas here so kind of fun i know league of legends is like going on as well don't know too much about esports myself plenty of people in the discord like to talk about it uh but if you guys have questions throw them in the chat if i can't get you a good answer i will go and find you one for those of you who do not know me my name is andrew i'm one of the coaches over here at saber sim this is a show where we go over how to use the saber sim app answer any and all dfs related questions that come in in the office hours channel in our discord or live in the youtube chat if you're interested in getting in the Discord, there's a link in the description below. Check us out, get joined in, ask questions, uh, become a part of the community. And if you are new to SaberSim and want to check us out, uh, haven't haven't joined up with us before, there's a link to a no-strings-attached seven-day free trial. Try out all of these niche sports that we are talking about here. But that being said, going to get SaberSim pulled up here. And... Uh, no questions at the moment, but a couple of housekeeping things that I did want to uh, make some announcements on. XFL slates are now loaded in the app. If you go over here to the sport dropdown, scroll down to the bottom. We do have XFL loaded up here. We have uh, player data, you know, salaries, games, slates, things like that. We, we, we do not have sims for this. You will have to, you know, bring your own projections to the party here, but you can use SaberSim as your optimizer to build all of your lineups, to manage your entries, all of those things. So I was running some test builds a little bit earlier this morning, and everything seems to be checking out now. So for those of you uh, playing XFL this weekend, good luck. Uh, you know, XFL strategy, just, just kind of off the top of my head here, uh, you know, find a good place for news. I think news is pretty hard to come by in uh the xfl league from from what i remember from last season so if you guys can you know if you're interested in xfl i think one of the biggest edges that you can find is finding a good source of uh team news player news etc i would i would search and hunt for beat reporters on uh twitter or or anywhere on the internet and and try to find uh something that's useful that probably a lot of people are not uh, putting their eyes on it and try to get an edge that way. But anyways, just wanted to uh, make a note there on XFL. And then uh, hopping over here to NHL. Uh, it is, you know, the all-star break. So there are going to be larger sized NHL contests. I know that uh, opening week NHL and all-star break for NBA NHL are like the two times of the year where the NHL contests are the biggest. So you NHL grinders, you know, it's your time to shine. Uh, you know, getting back to something that we were kind of talking about yesterday with applying the DFS profit plan that I didn't mention that I kind of thought about after the show is that, you know, um, Max Steinberg actually taught me this. Uh, your your bankroll is not static. It It is, it does not have to be static. It is not like, 
oh, you know, I always play $200 a night because um, that falls within my 25 to 5% range. And, you know, that's just kind of the number like I always roll with. Uh, you should be open to, you know, we say 25 to 5% for a reason. And uh, that is to like allow for some nuance, allow for uh, times where you might be in a more favorable favorable position or you might be in a less favorable position and that kind of opens the door to play more or less given given a slate dynamic. I think a, a great example here is like uh, if you're if you're an NHL grinder, right? And you've been playing all season, you know, you've been staying maybe closer to that 2.5% side. Uh, now contests are growing, you know, a lot of money is coming in from players who do not normally play NHL. Like I can tell you I'm playing NHL tonight and I, I normally don't play it, right? But I've won some tickets. I'm, I'm going to use them and just going to have some fun with it, uh, get some lineups in. I'm, I'm probably not a plus EV NHL player, right? And, and I think there's going to be a lot of players doing that. So I think that, you know, if you are a grinder, if you are somebody who, you know, has your ear to the ground, has been playing all season, like be okay opening that up. Be okay, you know, opening your bankroll up, playing more. It is a it is a small window. This is not something that, you know, you're, you're deciding to do for the rest of the season. Uh, it is something that you are taking advantage of. You're, you're being, you know, exploitative in your bankroll allocation for a short period of time. And I think that's probably the best thing you can do. Right. Um, you know, even, 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 you know, aside from, uh, cross sport, soft money coming into play here. I think that, that, a principle can be applied on a uh, on a night to night basis. In like, say you're an NBA player, right, and you're usually playing, you know, closer to that two point five percent side. Uh, maybe maybe there's a night where you see an angle and you think that you have a really big edge that uh, other people are not seeing. I'm I'm gonna use an experience, uh, something that happened to me earlier this season. There was a slate where I thought Josh Okoge from Phoenix was in a really good spot to uh, come uh, come off of the bench as like the sixth man and essentially end up playing a lot. I thought there was a huge blowout scenario for, I think it was um, Phoenix was uh, playing the Clippers. Yeah, Phoenix was playing the Clippers, and I thought that he was in a really good spot. And uh, on that specific night, I was, I was playing closer to 2.5%. Uh, once I kind of figured that out, once I got my lineups uh, finished, I went and entered a bunch more, um, bunch more contests, a bunch more entries, uh, and and got closer to that five percent. My take was right, and I that was like my biggest night of the NBA season uh, to for the for the first half of the season. But but you know those opportunities do not come up often. That was that was literally the only time I did that the entire first half of the season uh, because I just felt very strongly about it. But, you know, they're not going to happen a lot. When they do happen, you know, you should do your best to take advantage of it. And, um, you know, if you find yourself doing it, like, once a week or once a month, like, you might be doing it too much. You got to be, like, really strongly convicted and have a uh, solid foundation for, like, where that uh, take kind of came from. And you got to be able to back it up. And you got to believe in it, right? And and um, be comfortable, like, even if you lose, like, wow, that was such a good take. Like, that just did not work out in my favor. And, uh, that happens too. So I would say, you know, be open to that idea. Uh, that was kind of a concept that I learned listening to the emotional bankroll podcast. I heard uh late round QB kind of talk about that scenario 
where, you know, it's not going to happen that often, but when it does happen, you should really be uh, willing to take advantage of it and really be willing to live with the results regardless of what happens. So I think that, you know, if you're an NHL guy, tonight is a great night uh, to, you know, through that, through the rest of next week to open up that bankroll, to take some shots and know that you are going against uh, some more subpar opponents who have not been doing the work all season and uh, try and take advantage of that. So those are just my thoughts on like some bankroll ideas going into this week, leading into, you know, the all-star break. Uh, is it, it is nice as an NBA grinder to kind of have a break, kind of, uh, you know, slow, slow down a little bit there. Uh, you know, if you guys listen to Lulz, uh, Petty Theft was on there yesterday. You know, he's a known NBA grinder, uh, one of the best NBA DFS players. And he was talking about, you know, literally never takes a day off. And, you know, this will be his first break for the entire first half of the NBA season. So uh, NBA DFS can definitely be a grind, no doubt. Uh, it is nice to, you know, have this break and uh, try out some different sports. In the meantime, I'm going to be playing some NASCAR myself. Uh, you know, I know, I know plenty of people are enjoying no late swap in MMA up to this point. So, or, or now that it's back, right, you know, I think last week was like the first card with no late swap. So I know a lot of people are enjoying that. And uh, I, I encourage you guys to continue to enjoy uh, this, this break. But for those of you just tuning in, no questions at the moment, uh, no NBA. So we can't do an NBA first look injury report, just kind of uh, uh, hanging out, you know, talking some bankroll principles, XFL slates are loaded in the app. Uh, if you guys have any questions, you know, get them in now. I'm going to hang out for a little bit longer, just uh, kind of kind of talking about whatever, and uh, we will see if we get any questions in. But wanted to wanted to give everybody a chance to to tune in and uh, get their uh, DFS mind going and see if they had any questions here. But just just in a segment on bankroll management uh, during the All Star break, I think it is a good time to do that. Uh, you know. I, I'm I'm gonna have to start planning some vacations around around these breaks. I think the next big one is probably the MLB All Star break. That's probably worse because uh, you know at least when NBA is off, you know NHL is still on. But but during MLB, right? I mean, what you got you got golf. I mean, I guess there's golf today, right? People are probably sweating the cut playing some round two showdown. Uh, that's another good sport to try out. You know, try out some round three showdown, some round four showdown over the weekend and, and see if you like that. I I've heard that, you know, if you're playing PGA uh, weekend long is probably harder. There's probably more edge in showdown just based on players, probably playing too many players uh, toward the top of the leaderboard, especially on like round four and things like that. So I, I have heard there is edge to be had in PGA showdown. All right. Question here from hiker. Willie says, Hey, hi, Andrew new to NHL. So I may be one of those subpar opponents. Me too, my friend. Me too. Uh, any first-timer tips with the simulator for NHL? Thanks. Uh, yeah. So um, I mean, I, I'll, I'll kind of tell you what I what I'm probably going to do is, um, you know, I'm not an avid NHL uh, player myself. Uh, just 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 a note, you know, if you guys are on the pro plan, uh, you know, I, I try not to uh, sell you guys too much on this stuff, but uh, you know, we do the pro exclusive content once a week on for, for all of our pro subscribers. We just released a video yesterday with Scott and Jordan um, talking advanced NHL strategy ahead of this week. I think that's like 
you know, aside from the 5,000 lineups, that is probably like my second favorite feature that comes with joining the pro plan is the pro exclusive content. Like the team is, you know, questioning DFS theory and talking advanced level strategy. And uh, it's, it's, it's a great listen. And I, that is like one of my highest, you know, if I had to sell you guys on anything, that pro exclusive content to go along with the 5,000 lineups makes one managing your DFS lineups so much easier. And then two gives you like a lot to think about and uh, pushes you in different directions and challenges, you know, uh, general DFS heuristics that, that come from traditional optimizers and things like that. So if, if you guys, you know, uh, have it in the bankroll, you know, I think the pro plan is definitely worth it. There's, you know, starting to become a big library of pro videos to follow. But as far as, uh, NHL, NHL content, right? I think that, you know, one thing that, that I'm going to do, I kind of talked about this uh, yesterday. I, I, I forget who asked it, but I'm going to be saying just two basic standard rules. I'm not somebody who can, you know, look at NHL projections and know where adjustments need to be made. Um, I do want to just have like some, uh, some baseline stacks that, that kind of get me moving in the right direction. So that's probably going to look, oh, actually I do have it. Sweet. So that's probably going to look something similar to these two rules here. So one is stack three players uh, from this, from the same power play line. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll leave this up a second. You know, you guys can pause the video, take a screenshot, whatever you guys want. So one is, you know, stack at least three players from the same power play line. And then a second one of uh, stack at least two players from the same even strength line. This is probably a little more uh, aggressive uh, than what Scott talks about on the most recent pro video, but, but Scott is, you know, super sharp adjusting projections, understands all of the team dynamics, uh, understands the sport really well. Um, I think, you know, if, if you're in his shoes, right. What, what he is trying to do is just kind of nudge the, the builder in the right direction. And that's kind of similar, like to what I like to do in like NBA is like, you know, um, I will make adjustments and uh, understand what, um, you know, what I want to come out of that. Right. And, and usually for me, that is like, um, I'm trying to think of a good example, but, but maybe like NFL showdown is a better example where like I'm setting a, uh, geo mean kind of like, kind of like floor, like, Hey, I don't want to go past this high of a geo mean. I'm not setting one that like I'm kind of shooting for, but something where it's like, Hey, let's stay away from, you know, 50 plus dupes. And then I will kind of fine tune from there. Like, like that is the level that Scott is on for NHL. So, um, he, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, he sets a rule for like, uh, you know, use, you know, two players like from the same team or, or use one correlated player with, if, if one player's in the lineup, something along those lines, I'd have to go back and watch it. But, uh, but that, that is kind of more cause he, he has his hands in the dirt here. I, I'm not an experienced NHL player. So I need to be, I want to do something like a little more rigid and, um, something like that, that one, I, I, I talked to Scott about and kind of got some feedback on, but, uh, but one that is a little more deliberate in uh, forcing in some of those correlations there. So I don't think there's anything wrong with, with this rule. Willie K said, by doing those rules, you will never get two even strength lines unless all three players share the same power play. Correct. Um, I let, let me see how many lineups there are here. I forget how many players there are in a lineup. So uh, let's just run something real quick and we can look at it here. So just going to get some lineups going here and then uh, we can talk a little bit about it. Hiker really said, thanks. Great answers. Yeah. Happy to help, man. Um, you know, uh, 
if, if you guys have any more questions like about NHL ahead of, you know, today or, or the week, uh, jump in the Discord and, and post some questions in the NHL channel. You know, um, Scott is not the only sharp NHL user in uh, in 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 the Discord. Uh, you know, he is just uh, he is our resident hockey expert on the Saberson team. So, plenty of people in the Discord, happy to chat and uh, have some feedback, throw 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 around some ideas and, and bounce ideas off of each other here. So, uh, looks like we got our lineups here. There are one, two, three, four, five six, seven, eight, nine players in an NHL lineup here. Uh, Willie K said, because the first role you had was have at least three players from the same power power play unit. Um, so, correct. So, 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 yeah. So, getting back to your thing. So, yes, I will never get two even strength lines unless three players share the same power play. Yeah. So, so you are right about that. Uh, this will uh, exclude basically any two even strength line um constructions you know so so i i don't know if like that is a big part of of your strategy you know this is just something basically to kind of force in some correlation right off of the bat and get me um to some stacks that i might want to play right so if we jump into this build and we look at the stack types here um we are going to see a uh a, we're going to see some five six fours some five twos four twos four two twos four threes here um i think one thing that i'm probably gonna gonna do here is look at some of these uh pool exposures and see what the pool exposures are maybe in a test build maybe in you know a type of build with with no rule oh actually i didn't even activate the rules so so that is a test build right so this this will be like our test build and then now i will run it with the rules on but um but i think running a test build seeing what type of stack constructions are showing up a lot in the pool and maybe trying to, you know, at least get to some of the highest uh, stack types in the pool is probably like a, uh, what do I want to call it? Maybe like a QA or like a, a quality control step that I'm planning to take, uh, take some feedback from the pool and say, you know, getting a lot of these stacks, let's make sure that we get to some of them. Uh, okay, let's see. A Willie K said, I would maybe lower that rule to two players on the same power play instead of three. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm totally open to that. Uh, you know, I, I will try that out and um, I would I would be happy uh, giving that a shot. So appreciate the feedback. Willie K sounds like you are one of those NHL grinders that we were talking about. All right. Franklin said, what's up, Andrew? Do you have any rules set for MMA or NASCAR? Uh, so I don't have any rules set, but I am you know, probably interested in doing some type of duplication rule. I think, I think NASCAR, you know, this weekend with Daytona, um, it is a crash heavy course. And, and just, just so you guys know, um, we will have projections for trucks. The trucks are doing qualifying, I think from like three to four thirty Eastern. And then once uh, qualifying for the trucks is up, our sims will run. We will get the projections up for the trucks. And then once um, qualifying is complete for the cup race, we will get the projections up for Daytona. So you should be able to see, you know, we have trucks, we have Xfinity, and we have cup. Um, we do support all three of those. We just did not support the duels. So just wanted to let you guys know about that there. Um, but getting back to the question, I think that, you know, you're the probably the biggest thing here for, for both of these sports is that one, I would probably want to make sure that I'm on Sim Diversity 10 
taking, you know, single race simulations, single uh, slate simulations for, for MMA and, and trying to build an optimal, which you will probably need for, you know, uh, these, these two specific sport types and then um, doing something, whether it is a lineup rule uh, for an aggregate, you know, my ownership, geo mean, uh, no more than X or, you know, whether it is, you know, that that's like, if I'm not on the pro plan, that's what I would do. And then if I am on the pro plan, what I would do is probably like a, like a lineup filter. Um, something that, that I like to do uh, because I have the ability to build custom metrics and I, I'm just going to roll with these 71 lineups that we have built here. Um, one thing that I like to do is I like to create a custom metric to see the value of the geo mean. So if you're on the pro plan, you can come in here, you get add a metric, you know, I'd name it geo mean, and then you just do my own geo mean, and then you do value. And this will show you like the actual calculation of the geo mean of each lineup as a submarine statistic. There's no ownership for NASCAR right now, but, um, but when it, when it, when it comes up, that is what we'll show here. And then from there, I'd probably do like a lineup filter. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about geo mean, I did a really, uh, detailed explanation on it and, uh, you know, what it is, how to calculate it over on our, uh, on a support video. So if you go to, you know, Saber Sim, go to settings, go to help, open up our support library, you go over to frequently asked questions, you go over to view more, and then you just type at the top, uh, geometric mean, and then how do ownership product and ownership geometric mean work? I, I recorded this, you know, four to five minute video uh, with an example, basically showing, you know, what is the difference between product ownership, geo mean, how to apply them, you know, how to do rules for them, how to do lineup filters for them, how to do custom metrics for them, and uh, pretty, pretty detailed breakdown there. So I would, I would highly suggest checking that out, especially if you are somebody who is playing, you know, these sports where duplication is important and you want to learn more about it. Uh, so Franklin says, so is is it best to use geomean for both sports to avoid duplication? I would say, uh, yes, I would say some form of geomean, uh, check out this video, Franklin, and then, uh, you know, figure out how you kind of want to apply it, you know, um, and, and kind of what, what the best way for you to go about applying it is the way I like to think about it is I like to use it. Like I was saying earlier, as like a guardrail. So, um, maybe, you know, I want to, I want to shoot for like under, um, under 10 dupes, I'm not going to do the calculation to get me to 10 dupes. I'm going to do the calculation to maybe, um, maybe I'm going to do it for like 20 dupes and, and give the builder a little bit uh, more room there just because once you start applying these rules, um, the exposures get a little funny. So, so I would suggest like running like a test build and then running a build where you're applying these rules and seeing how, um, seeing how the exposures change and, once you, we, we kind of say that, you know, once you start applying these geomean rules, you're, you're kind of going off of the path, this optimal path that, that Sabersim is on and, and you're turning left. And once you turn, like you, you still got to steer the car because Sabersim kind of doesn't know where it's going at that point. Um, just because like you're, you're now Sabersim is just trying to solve this problem of, you know, okay. Uh, the ownerships are so important that I need to stand under these ownerships. Uh, let me figure out the best lineups that do that. But then you need to tell Saberson like, Hey, 
let's still play the best plays and then you need to kind of uh, take over from there. So, so you might have to get your hands a little dirtier with some of the exposures, but, but that is like a trade-off that you're kind of making. And um, you know, the way I like to think about it is that, you know, Saberson by itself uh, is not better than me plus Saberson. I always think like, man, plus machine, you know, you are taking your intuition and then you are taking this computer program um, and this, this optimizer, and then you are working together, not just, you know, blindly trusting what the optimizer does, not hand building uh, this man plus machine method. I, I have found seems to work the best where you can add value that the computer can add and the computer can add value that you just cannot uh, manage all in your brain, all in your head at the same time. So those are some of my thoughts there. Uh, all right, let's scroll back up here. Willie K said, uh, for example, by setting that rule you have, you will never get an OTT one plus pit two full even strength lines today since uh, Matthew Joseph j- doesn't share power play time with Stu. Uh, okay, so 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 our Willie here is is a real NHL grinder. So, uh, Willie, I, I really do appreciate the tips. I probably will revise my rule uh, to do that. So I'm just going to make a note here, uh, change rule based on uh, Willie's suggestion. And then I will probably uh, make that adjustment and then use something along those lines for today. So, so I'm looking forward to it. Appreciate the feedback. You know, uh, I, you guys come to this show to get your questions answered and and now I am the student and you guys are the teachers. So I think that is a pretty cool dynamic on a uh, strange day like today with no NBA to talk about. So I'm, I'm having a great time. Wasn't sure uh, we would be able to, you know, come in here and, and, and have too much to talk about. But I think that the show has been great so far. Uh, Billy Chaos said, having Joseph gives you salary relief since he's cheap, which would be helpful as well. Happy to help. Yes. So, so thank you. And then Franklin, you know, if you got, if you have any follow-up on the geo mean stuff, happy to talk about it more. Um, question here from Ryan Nelson said going to still play DFS, but the world isn't the same without NBA action and play. The good news is that spring is around the corner, uh, which is the best time for sports. Uh, yeah, no, Ryan, I I'm looking forward to MLB myself. Uh, probably like my most, I would say, uh, I enjoy MLB the most, like from a uh, fan perspective, from like a lifelong baseball fan perspective. So I, I, I thoroughly enjoy baseball DFS. Qualified for the FanDuel Live Final last year. Don't know if I'm going to go for it again, uh, but, you know, I don't know if, if you guys heard the story. So so I qualified for the FanDuel Live Final last year. I got appendicitis the weekend before and had to have emergency surgery and didn't get to go. So that would have been like my first time hanging out with like a lot of the Saberson guys in, in person. Uh, I, the only person I've hung out in person with is, is Jordan. So, you know, I, I uh, Matt was there. Will was there. Eric was there. Uh, Max Steinberg was there. Uh, giant giant squid was there. I uh, would, would have got to meet a, a AI robot in, in person. So, you know, would would have let you guys know if giant squid is a real person or not. So was really sad. Uh, that 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 occurred but it was definitely outside of my control unfortunately so just gonna have to qualify for another one and go back next year but uh but yeah so uh we are just about at the 30 minute mark here uh, i feel like we we've done our best to to kind of uh 
fill up the time here. Uh, if you guys have questions over the weekend, we are definitely going to need the questions on Monday with NBA uh, being gone. So if you guys have questions over the weekend, throw them in the Office Hours channel, and uh, we will touch on them on Monday. Good luck in all your guys' contests. Have some fun with DFS this weekend. Uh, tune down the bankroll if you're trying out sports for the first time. And then if you're like my guy, Willie K here, a, a true NHL grinder, maybe increase some of that volume with all of uh, us uh, non-sharp NHL players coming over and uh, dipping our toes in the water. But have a good weekend, everybody. Take care, and I will see you.